you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Aaron Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. and J-Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show today. We want to look at uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing uh, House Bill 1557 into law yesterday in Florida. What a great day. Um, just yes. this is I would I would describe this as a reaffirmation of parental rights in education. Amen. Like this, this bill does not establish it, right? Like this bill does not determine it. That is determined and established by God. But what this bill says is that it is so like parents have the right to determine what their kids are learning. Now, of course, um, you know, here I am, I'm not a politician. Okay. (laughs) Um, I understand, you know, just up to like second, third grade. I, I, I get it. I understand that. But I feel like, and beyond, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I just, but I understand what we're doing here, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I think, honestly, I think in some ways it's really good. It's it's a little bit beneficial to shining a light on wickedness that um, you can really see that people are just sort of like these rabid animals after the sexualization of five-year-olds. Man. You know what I mean? Like, I think this, it, it, it probably yeah. is better. Because you wow. can really kind of like streamline the conversation yes. and say, wait, do you really want to sexualize third graders? Like, and do you really is, want? Yes. And, they and want that's to. what they're saying. Yep. Yeah. That is exactly what they're saying. So we yeah. want to take a look at that today. Um, got several clips. I, I feel like today we're kind of telling the story <laughs> in clips. Sometimes it's just so good that you just have to hear it yourself. You agree. Yeah. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's just that good. And um, this is what what I have come to call desantizing. Um, <laughs> when you've got Ron DeSantis and he's just kind of going in and, you know, and anyways, uh, so there's so much desantizing that happened yesterday hmm. that we just have to, we have to have you hear it so that you can kind of like celebrate. And if you're listening, um, as you are across this country and other States, be thinking of, um, the types of governors that men ought to be. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. And somebody's like, well, Hey, I've got a great governor. Well, that's great. But there are some people who are like, well, I don't. <laughs> Come on, you know it's true. You know it's true. You know it's true. It's okay. I know everybody wants to be the now, best. Would that be coveting? You know? No, uh. that would be motivating. That would be motivating. Right, that right, would be right. get out there and vote. <laughs> there. It's New Orleans, right? It means get out there is what I'm saying. Get out there and vote. In New Orleans, we would say get out there. Get out there and vote. Uh, so, yeah, it's motivating, not not coveting. Right. Um, okay, Marriage Family Life Conference coming up. Got to make sure we keep talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one clip we have here where Governor Ron DeSantis actually gives us a shout-out. <laughs> that the last one? Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I heard that. He actually, I was like, look. Did you, were you like, whoa? I'm like, man. Whoa. Uh, anyway, he, 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 he calls out our theme, the theme of this yeah. year's conference. I, You know, I did send some information over to his people. I don't know that they got around right, to it. You know, right. I, I'm sorry. That's a joke. He's Because <laughs> Miki, because that's what cause that's I mean, what look, I do. if you're listening, you're invited. Go ahead. You're invited to come. Governor DeSantis? Yeah. Okay. Come on out. 
Sure. Yeah. Great. You plan on hosting? Like, are, are you going to do like a show around? Like here over here is our Elvis statue. And then over <laughs> here is the birthplace. And over here is the chapel. And these right here are guitars. Yeah. You're going to do that? <laughs> no, okay. Anyways, um, right. it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I Pick me. <laughs> Please pick me. I'll do it. Okay. I'm sure he doesn't mind all six of them coming along. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, Marriage Family Life Conference. And yes. then we'll get right into the thick of it. So, yes. Marriage Family Life Conference happening in July. Uh, when is it? Six to the... Uh, seven. seven. to the ninth. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, I got these numbers There's scrolling around going my on. head. It's fine. Yeah. So seven to the night. But if you want the, the accurate uh, information, go to marriagefamilylife.net. <laughs> marriagefamilylife.net. And uh, make sure you register. It's going to be a great time. Hey, I wanted to start early. I say uh, July 6th. So, sure. You essentially which, said, in, though, I just, because I'm, I'm a words person. I be there July 6th. Yes, <laughs> just, you will. Yes, we all will. Told. Look, look J-Mac and Sherry B's like, all of us will be there. What are you talking about? No, I'm just a words person. Yeah. So it just stands out to me that when, so you said the 6th and then it's actually the 7th. Yes. But then you said, after after that immediately, you said, okay, if you want the accurate information or reliable information or something, which, which kind of implies that, hey, don't ask me. I'm just kind of pulling it together i don't know yeah man I, you know I the said, thing yeah i'm just kidding. I, I know the thing i know the thing but, i'm sorry but come on out go ahead and uh register uh for marriagefamilylife.net um man there's a lot of people who have registered but we have more room so come on come on mm-hmm. i know some people are going to wait to the last minute you know and that's all good but man make sure you're there i think it's going to be a great time i, I believe that the lord will speak to you and your family I believe it's going to be a great encouragement. It's oh, yeah. it, 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 it's always a great encouragement every yep. year. And so I'm expecting the same thing to happen this year. So marriagefamilylife.net, you can see who the speakers are. Just go ahead on the website. You can see that. And, uh, man, it's just going to be a great time. Yeah, I think some of the best feedback that we get, um, I'm, I'm adding this in addition to people commenting on the content, but I think some of the best feedback that we get mm-hmm. that you might not expect uh, coming out of a conference, at least not the size that it's grown to be, is that it still feels like family. And I think yes. that's that's a, such yes. an encouragement. You know, people that. feel like they're kind of out on this island in the world, right? They feel like, man, right. does anybody um, return to the authority of Scripture anymore? Like, is that just something that... And then they come to a conference like Marriage Family Life, and then they're like, oh, there are more of us. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, it's my goodness. Yeah, it is you know? so encouraging. And Man, you've got these conversations that. that are going on where you meet families. Maybe you'll even meet some families from your own area mm-hmm. that you can reconnect with after the conference. It's really just a beautiful thing. Um, as we see, as we see the darker lines being drawn around the body of Christ, that um, it is becoming more and more evident mm-hmm. who is of the Lord's kingdom and who isn't, mm. right? I think mm. it's important for us to know, like you always say this, um, you got to be able to know where the prayer meetings are happening yes. and where, where are the people who are not bending a knee. Yes. And so that's important. I feel like Very those important. those types of things happen at MFL. And so you're invited to be a part of that MFL 22. Um, go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. All right. Will the great. Yes. So um, desantizing. Okay. Yeah, it, it's man. so close to sanitizing. I, I, like, I like that. It's so close to sanitizing. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the thing that you kind of want if you wanted to have a play of someone's name. Yeah. But anyway, signed, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida signed into law House Bill 1557, protecting children and reaffirming um, parents' rights and making decisions about their kids' education and what kind of health 
um, provisions. I struggle to use the word provision. Let me say this. It's amazing that you have to have these type uh, types of bills. Mind boggling. It's amazing. If we just step back and 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 just think about the things we talk about and the bills that are out there to, to protect you know, our children. This mm, stuff is am- it's amazing that we yeah. are here. And I think it's ge- it gives us an indication of how far away from the Lord we really mm. ha- have drifted. When we yeah. have these things that are topics of conversation that we talk mm-hmm. about day in and day out, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. It's like you try to think of you try to think of a, a humorous equivalent. And it's almost like saying. You know, Governor so-and-so signed into law yesterday that you can pick your nose in your home. It's like, wait, what? Couldn't I always have done that? Like, isn't that something that I just I can pick my nose? Like, you know, and so it really just points to the decline where we have got to reaffirm and sort of like say that it's already established. But I'm going to draw a line over this so that you guys can (laughs) see it, that you actually have these rights as parents. I, I really think. The bigger problem, and we may get into some of this, but mm-hmm. I've got a lot of clips to get to. I think the bigger problem is that for a second, and I'm being generous, okay, it could be longer than a second. I think the bigger problem is that for a second, parents kind of doubted that they had these rights. Mm. I think that's the problem. The problem is not so much in people trying to curtail or push back on or or take people's rights, if you will. I think the bigger problem is that parents actually for a second thought that that they could do it that those who opposed them had some sort of footing and this is why you saw a lot of silence coming from parents because they just didn't know what they could demand Mm. they just didn't know what they could say right and so i think when you have these types of measures and you have these kinds of um, presentations this type of showing up right Mm -hmm. i think it encourages parents And I would say it emboldens them to be reminded that you have these rights and they come from God, including, including protecting your children and and determining what they learn in school. And I would say it's amazing, even how we talked about Disney for a period of time. It's amazing that this stuff is a hill that they're willing to to die. Oh, I have a statement. I'm including that in today's uh, presentation because because I've got a statement from them after the signing of HB 1557. They just couldn't keep quiet. Couldn't keep quiet. Like (laughs) um, they, they, they were just like they were like, and I'm telling you. (laughs) <laughs> we're Man, not it's going. amazing that this is a yeah. hill for them but given what hill. they do and what who they are catering to it's amazing it's like they're shooting themselves in the foot unless mm-hmm. they just really believe that and i hope mm-hmm. this is not true that parents mm-hmm. not going to really care and they're going it's going to be yeah. like oh well you know okay i thought you were going somewhere different with that no 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 i do believe they really believe that I yeah. do. I do believe they really and that's believe sad. That they shouldn't believe that to make a difference they yeah. shouldn't believe that they should be yeah. afraid yeah. Somebody needs Where to. Where do you think I was going? Well, I thought you were going <laughs> to say unless they really believe that kids should be sexualized. And I thought oh, you were I, saying uh, that to make a picture, no. paint a picture of outrage. And I was thinking, no, I really mm, believe they, I kind of think they do. No, I, I, I really I, believe they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind. OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I don't. Yeah. Um. Oh, anyway. OK. I, I have all kinds of thoughts all the time. <laughs> Right. About like, I don't know if you call it snazzy. That might be a little bit prideful. But anyway, thoughts. I don't know if they're snazzy. (laughs) Snazzy Thoughts thoughts about things that we need to do that you've got people in culture. They do these things all the time. They don't even think about it. And then it's sort of like a like a, a flint, you know, rock kind of a thing. And then all of a sudden it just catches but we just don't, we don't just keep with the hit, you know, Mm. we're just like, if it doesn't work the first time, oh, there must not be fire to discover. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, keep hitting the rock, like keep doing until you 
you know, get the fire. Yeah. And I'm saying that and I'm not even a camper. <laughs> like I would die in the wilderness. I'm not even a camper. Like, but I, but I know that, you, you know, there's got to be fire, right? If you yeah. just keep hitting and these people understand it and they just keep hitting. And, and unfortunately, even if they don't get fire, they feel like they weaken you and you're mm. going to stop. Right. And so that's what their aim is. They're like, we don't have to succeed. We just have to wear them out. And that's right. what they've done. That's what they started doing in the 90s. And, and, and well, I say started doing, but that's what they publicized in the 90s. OK, yeah. they were doing it long before that. All right. I don't know. Do we have a couple minutes before we go to the break here? Yes. Because I want to set this up. Here is Governor Ron DeSantis making the case for the reason that he is signing House Bill 1557 yesterday in Florida. This took place, by the way, at the Classical Preparatory School in Spring Hill, Florida. Here's clip one. As many of you know, I think the last couple years have really revealed uh, to parents uh, that uh, they are being ignored increasingly across our country when it comes to their kids' education. Uh, We have seen curriculum embedded uh, for very, very young children, uh, classroom materials about sexuality and woke gender ideology. We've seen libraries that have clearly inappropriate uh, pornographic materials for, for very young kids. Uh, And we've seen services that were given to students without the consent or even knowledge of their parents across the country. And unfortunately, that's happened here in the state of Florida. You're going to hear from some parents uh, where that has happened. Now, in Florida, we found at least six school districts that had policies to cut parents out of decisions regarding their child's well-being and to shield them from knowing about various forms of mental health services, Broward, Hillsborough, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, Sarasota, and Volusia counties. Martin County also had a gender transition plan that can be implemented without the parents' consent. In Leon County, Florida, a school excluded parents from conversations about a student's, quote, gender transition, a situation for which the district superintendent has apologized for and admit that should never have occurred. And it's not just limited to Florida. In fact, it's probably a lot worse in many other parts of the country. In Idaho, a counselor was working with a 10-year-old student to help the student transition to a different gender without informing the child's parents. In California, a mother has filed a legal case alleging two middle school teachers manipulated her child's identity, then called the meeting to inform her, the parent, that the student is transgender. And in California, a high school student recently committed suicide after an L.A. high school gave her gender transitioning hormones rather than treat her underlying depression. We're just getting started. We'll grab the break and we'll be right back. Stay right there. on American Family Radio. We appreciate you allowing us to spend this hour with you. We are well aware that you could be spending this hour in many different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for letting us uh, letting us take the spot. We appreciate it. I'm Miki. And I'm Will Nashailin, a mighty fortress. All right. So Governor Ron DeSantis signed um, HB 1557 into law yesterday in Florida. And all of the forces of Hades came out afterward <laughs> and um, basically pronounced woe and doom and gloom on all who are in agreement. Um, there will be mass suicides. There will be great depression. Children 
will uh, go lacking in schools because of these protective measures of kindergartners through third grade. (laughs) Like, I want you to just think about that. Like, that's that's some of the stuff that I'm reading. Like, what's the fallout? Like, what what do we have people saying? Basically, children are going to suffer. Children are going to suffer because of this protection. (laughs) Actually, no, 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 they're not. Right. They're going to be protected. Parents who still want to sexualize their children. Please listen to me. Lean in for a second. Parents, if you're listening in Florida and you still want to sexualize your children. Okay. K3. You, you are upset about. Please understand. You can still expose your kids to gross sexual content at home. Nobody stops you doing that. <laughs> do you understand that? Like you, you can still do that if, you, if that's something that you feel like has been taken away from you. But what you can't do is subject other people's kids to it. Mm. All right. So um, Governor Ron DeSantis speaking yesterday uh, before signing this bill into law, kind of making the case for where we are and why it's necessary. He talked about this national trend that we've been seeing and everybody everywhere who really has eyes to see has seen that there was a national trend um, that is sort of bent toward cutting parents out. Parents, you have no rights. Parents, you don't belong. We are going to protect your kids from you. Mm-hmm. We are going to protect your kids from you, which means that we will lead them and we will guide them and we'll make sure that you're never any wiser about it. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. All right, this is clip two. In Connecticut, kindergarten students are taught about being transgender as part of, quote, social justice standards. In Denver, kindergartners were subject to, quote, gender sensitivity training. And in Illinois, they require sex education beginning in kindergarten. So this is part of a national trend to cut parents out of their child's education. In Florida, uh, we not only know that parents have a right to be involved, uh, we insist that parents have a right to be involved. Very nice. Listen, um, if there were ever a time that I felt that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, he may never hear this clip. If there's ever a time that I felt we could we could possibly be cousins. It was right at that moment that he said kindergarten. (laughs) That was right. That was such a he doesn't know this. It's just, you know, you get caught up in the moment and and you're just, you know. But right when I heard that, you know, (laughs) Anyway, um, it's it's the way you express when you just had enough. All right. I'm not planting with you. You can't. Some people know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Can, all right. I'm sorry oh. that I'll never meet Governor DeSantis because of this right here. Because of this. The scouts that once thought maybe, then they're like, nope, no. I'm sorry. All right. So we all recognize that there is a national trend Um, that parents are dispensable, right? Mm -hmm. This is what parents have been hearing. This is what parents have felt. And Governor DeSantis is um, having the backbone and the wherewithal to make it public. It's like the open secret that he's just sort of like talking about, right? That parents have been pushed to the margins. Our children are being sexualized right under our noses. And then parents are being pushed to the margin and then called crazy, when they try to speak out, right, they're they're being labeled as threats or, you know, terrorists, right, that you've got to keep them out of the public sphere, got to keep them away from their kids because something's wrong with them, that they don't want you asking their kids to write about material that would make 75-year-olds blush. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I mean, 
it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Governor DeSantis also talked about yesterday the steps that uh, his administration, the steps that the state of Florida has taken to just reaffirm that parents have rights. Like, And, and, and the reason I want to play this, I, I think this is important, is because all across this country, I think it's important for citizens in states across this country, it's important for you to be thinking about, man, what kind of protections do we need in our state? You know what I mean? Like what kinds of things, which types of measures should we be exploring in our state yeah. so that we regain or reaffirm the fact that we have rights as parents? Yeah. And so I thought this was really interesting and well worth you listening to. This is clip three. Last year, I signed the Parents Bill of Rights in the state of Florida, which was really something that was significant. Last week, we signed curriculum transparency legislation so that parents have a right to access the curriculum that's in their kids' schools as well as understand what type of books are in school libraries. And today we will sign HB 1557, the Parents' Rights in Education Bill. And this bill takes three main steps. First, the bill prohibits classroom instruction about sexuality or things like transgender in K through three classrooms. And after third grade, those curriculums need to be age appropriate. Second, the bill ensures that at the beginning of every school year, parents will be notified about health care services offered at the school with the right to decline any service offered. Man, it's so good. Man, I mean, but, it, but, but it's but so again, basic, right? Yeah, yeah it's like, I know. duh. Like, I'm with it's you. Like, why do we need this bill? <laughs> it's, is that a thing? You know, and, and it's, it's crazy that we need this type of thing to happen. Yeah. You know, but we do because of the, you know, the the mindset yeah. and what they're trying yeah. to do in in the schools, <laughs> what they're doing. It's it's just yeah. amazing that this is a topic. Wow. Right, right. It's so wow. basic. It's like, why do I need to tell you, kid? Don't drink out of the juice container. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so basic. Man. But wow. of course, uh, sometimes the most basic things. And but I again, and I've said this, it sounds like a like a broken record here. But I I, I do believe it points to our decline. Yeah. But it, but this is not. Listen, this is not something that is only due to the fact that man operates in rebellion against God. This is also a pushing from the wicked one. Right. Like, so this is not just man's own sin nature and the fallenness of man. This is also um, of evil design and evil plan. Right. Because what happens when you start to wrestle parents or wrestle kids away from their parents, you remove their protection. Yeah. You remove their covering. And I know there are a lot of people who are just like, ooh, you know, that's antiquated coverings. But God (laughs) gives coverings. He gives protections. Right. And and we have families that are set up that clearly lay this out. We understand it, but we have denied it. Right. Because we have claimed to be wise. So we deny these truths that present themselves as self-evident. Right. I mean, they just you, you know that this makes sense. But because man has moved away from God, he operates in rebellion against God. Mm-hmm. Then God turns him over to himself. And this is what you get. Where at a very basic level that parents have rights over their children. <laughs> like to say what they can and cannot do. Well, they hate that. Good grief. Because they need the parents to be out of the way so that they can accomplish what they want to accomplish. That's exactly right. So you can't have yeah. an authority figure telling you, no, you can't do that. No, we don't yeah. want you. That's totally against what they desire. Yeah, know? because they want to engage in um, George Lukacs, the um, Marxist in Bolshevik Hungary. Um, he wanted to engage in what he called cultural terrorism. 
cultural terrorism. And in order for him to carry this out, he had to desensitize children to sex and he had to rewire them away from their parents' cultural norms. So, so, so if, like we sometimes look at these things that are happening right now and we're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that they are trying to sexualize children. But understand that this is what they see, these Marxists, mm-hmm. right? This is what they see as a necessary step toward their ultimate goals. Mm-hmm. Like you've you've got to wrestle these kids away from their parents morality. <laughs> you've got to have these kids who are I mean, they they even put it in their letter combinations you got to have these kids who are questioning like you got you got to have these kids who are unsure Mm -hmm. why because if if they if they aren't questioning then they live a life that implies there's some sort of absolute and you've got to eradicate that from any society wow right like you can't have a society of absolutes so anytime you have you have people walking around um as an absolute representation of god's design this is and this is let me just say, and we, we were talking about this after um, after our church service this past Sunday. So I, I really believe several things. And, and I've said this and I, we'll go back to the clips. Um, we need not say transgender man or transgender woman. And I understand. And I was saying it for a very long time, but it's just like that. They almost got me with the black lives matter thing. And then I, and then we'd say all lives matter. And I'm like, I'm not saying any of that anymore. They almost got <laughs> me, man. They started getting you to, cause you can very easily just play right into their plan. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I, what I am proposing, and I understand that here I am, you know, it's not going to move mountains, but I'm saying, don't say things like that anymore because what, what are we talking about? Like, are we implying that there's a third type of person? That needs to get this description. Either we're talking about men or we're talking about women, but we're not talking about something in between. So even when we say and we think that we like, you know, transgender, so-called we're playing right into their hands because we're using their their terms Mm. and we're normalizing their terms. So then when they start to talk about the civil rights that they, you know, that they deserve and when they start to talk about the attacks on them, they have effectively created a new class and you've helped them. Wow. You've got a lot of Christians who will use um, their pronouns in their signature. And why? Because they would look at that and they would say, okay, they, they sign their email and their company is very like progressive and in vogue and, and just like new and fresh and fun and metropolitan and all of this. And, and you know, right. They, I mean, that's what they are. They're, you know, or cosmopolitan or whatever it is, Neapolitan. They are very like, they are moving. <laughs> <laughs> they are moving and grooving. And so they allow you to choose your pronouns at the bottom of your email. Right. So here you are and you think, well, I'm going to stand up for Jesus. So I'm a woman. So I'm going to put my signature. I'm going to put she, her, hers or she, her, you know, whatever. OK, so, so but here's the problem with that. The fact that we even do that shows that you have to give a distinction. Mm. You are allowing them to create this need that we have to identify ourselves, which suggests very strongly that you can, (laughs) that you can make a determination about what person, what sex you are. God has already decided this. So when we give into that and we think that we're like kind of, you know, well, I'm, I'm going to stand up for Jesus because I'm a woman and I'm putting in there she, hers, you know, whatever else they, you know, they put on there. Okay. These are my preferred pronouns. You're actually helping make their case. I, I would just not, don't do any of that. You is what you is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Look, kid to garden. 
I could be a governor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But look, but, but do you guys understand what I'm saying? Do you get the point that I'm making yeah. here? And I understand that it's a very like far out there point because what we usually do is we usually grab portions of their language. Those, you know, are out there in the world, enemies of the cross. Okay, we usually grab portions of their language and then we try to soften it up and bring it back into Christian community where we're like, okay, but we we are standing against this. But look, I mean, you know, it's 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 going to be hard to stand against the things that you are normalizing, mm-hmm. even even if it's Come inadvertent. On. But yeah. but you normalize it. So we we now live in a time where those of us who are well-meaning, we would normalize going ahead and 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 defining our pronouns. Like, let's go ahead and tell people what we that's that's working against our efforts, guys. Mm. So, Miki, why is that working? Because I just told you how I just told you just said it. When you when you use those kinds of descriptors, when you put that in your email, you're actually saying that you you are declaring who you are. It has already been declared who you are by God. You you don't have any say in that. So to put that in your signature actually gives sort of an it's a, it's an indirect implication that that you think you can, can you know you have some say. You don't. You don't. And so what I'm saying is let's eradicate it. And and y'all remember go back and listen to the show. The show is entitled "They Almost Got Me." I, I go through these moments where I'm like, oh, man, I have like this revelation. Well, oh, my goodness. They were using me to play right into their hands. Mm. It was the whole Black Lives Matter. You got to turn around and say all lives matter. It's ridiculous. It's dumb. I'm not saying any of that. It makes no sense. So I'm not saying transgender men or transgender women, because what even is that? As my kids would say, <laughs> what even is that? What even does that mean? You're actually applying or implying that there's a third group of person. You've got male or female. And you say, well, Miki, you can't know that. How do you know that? Yes, I do. For the Bible tells me so. Right. And biology. <laughs> and biology. Right. All right. All right. So anyway, we got to move on. I, I'm sorry. I, I stay there way longer than I wanted to. Okay. Also, in DeSantis's comments yesterday, he called out. Oh, and this was brilliant. I got to make sure we get to this. He called out those who really want to sexualize children. He says it's not that they have not read the bill and that they don't know what's in it. They actually know what's in it, but they want what's in the bill to be happening to children. All right. This is clip four. These leftist politicians, corporate media outlets, some of these activist groups, they actually have read the bill. And they're sloganeering because they don't want to admit that they support a lot of the things that we're providing protections against. For example, they support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. They support injecting woke gender ideology into second grade classrooms. They support enabling schools to quote, transition students to a quote, different gender without the knowledge of the parent, much less without the parent's consent. And so what they're doing with these slogans and these narratives is they are trying to camouflage their true intentions. They know in every single poll that's been done that actually reads the language in the bill will find overwhelmingly Americans oppose injecting this type of material into the classroom of young kids. Mm. Oh, so <laughs> good. Man. <laughs> Thank you, Governor DeSantis. I, I'm telling you, listen, listen. Guys, if we don't, if, if we're not sharper right in our response to these people okay mm-hmm. um we're gonna get got is what i'm saying if we're not sharper like if if you don't 
take their words and turn those words right back around on them. Mm. And that's that's what Governor DeSantis brilliantly did. This is DeSantizing. <laughs> he said, no, hold on a second. They know what's in the bill. They know that it doesn't say what they're saying, but they actually want what yeah. we're trying to protect kids against. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Hear ye, hear ye, it's a flood warning, it's easy to mock, if you've never seen it pouring, they like, we've never seen rain before, then here you come saying God sent it's gonna pour, so we choose our way and reject salvation though it's priceless, the same reason was stone a prophet, but the sort of psychic, so please remember, when Noah was the butt of the joke, but when the flood came, those who left was chasing his boat, but it was Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio, okay, as we get to the bottom half of the sand... <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Um, let's go a little bit quicker. Okay. <laughs> Clip number five, uh, Governor DeSantis calling out um, Hollywood, um, which is great. Yes. He he should, right? <laughs> he um, should, yes. Okay. <laughs> Clip glad five. He Here we, glad he did. Here we go. Someone told me that there's even people in Hollywood that are that are opposed, um, you know, to, to to providing protections for parents and enforcing parents' rights. You know, the one thing I'll say about that is... <laughs> If the people who held up degenerates like Harvey Weinstein up as exemplars and as heroes and as all that, if those are the types of people that are opposing us on parents' rights, I wear that like a badge of honor. Oh, man. Boom. Where are his hype horns? Boom, boom, like, boom. Where, where, I just, like, where's the T-shirt gun? <laughs> like, I just, you know, I, I don't, you know, I feel like that is, you know, very few moments come close to that Whitney Houston, like Star Spangled Banner, where she raises both arms and you got the flyover and and she knows she's just nailed it, you know, and uh, you know, and then it's like you know, I there are moments in life where I feel like that just plays in my mind. There's certain things that people say and you know it's just yes, you're like hold up a second. You guys are trying to call us to like morality, like you guys are trying to talk about the rightness and the wrongness of things. Oh, it was so beautiful. Now, look, okay, so I don't know that uh, Governor DeSantis says he signed HB 1557 into law in Florida yesterday. I don't know that he was referring to the Oscars from Sunday night, but I am aware that this happened in the opening um, of the Oscars near the end of the welcome. This is uh, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall, um, all three of them hosting the Oscars. Can I tell you something? So... I don't watch the Oscars. I have watched the Oscars in the past, probably like maybe once or twice. Like, yeah. I, I mean, if I had to, because I just don't want to say I never watched the Oscars because I don't I, I, I don't feel comfortable saying that because I know at some point I had to have watched it. I feel like mostly, though, it's just reading about the things that have happened. Right. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I don't sit down and watch the Oscars. Um, but here's what I what I did. So I wanted to grab this clip because I was aware that there was a collective chant at the Oscars on Sunday night. And so in order to get to that portion of the collective, uh, the collective chant, um, I had to listen to these three women do their opening sort of like welcome monologue thing. And man, I just felt so bad for them. Like I, I was like, Oh, good grief. <laughs> this is cringeworthy. Like it was so bad. You know, I, I thought, and and maybe I'm alone in this. Well, actually, the ratings say I'm not alone in this. But I just, as I watched, I've, we've got a young friend, young brother in the Lord. His parents may be listening. And, you know, he gets to the point where he goes, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. 
You know, and and I just I I feel like as I was watching that I was just kind of like, man, nobody cares. They had they had Wanda Sykes up there and Regina Hall. Who is Regina Hall? I I guess she's an actress. Yeah. I don't know I don't who she's. I can t- I can tell you by by their definition. I can tell you what she is. She's a black woman, <laughs> but I can't tell you who she is. I don't know. I don't. I, what does she do? What's his purpose? What's her purpose? I don't know. I don't know what she does. Then you've got Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is up there because she's a lesbian. Okay, then you've got Amy Schumer up there to be the white woman butt of the jokes. Mm. I felt so bad for them. Like what? This is what we have descended to in this country. Like this is this 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 is where we are. Wow. At any rate, I don't know that Governor DeSantis was responding to the Oscar stupidity, but this is what if you didn't watch. uh, This is what they think about you guys down there in Florida. This is clip six. Well, we're going to have a great night uh, tonight. And for you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay night. Gay, 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 I mean, the thing is, all you said was that you're going to have a great and happy night. Oh, you can have a happy night. Happy, like, no, happy, we, re- happy, we, we, happy. We redefined that word. Happy, happy, no. happy. You're gonna have a happy night. <laughs> um, I was, I was, I was talking to JD today mm-hmm. about the Flintstones because he was working on a vocabulary oh, yeah. thing where he had to, if he got all the answers right, then it reveals if he answered all the previous questions right, it revealed one big answer near the end, and the the answer was about this uh, prehistoric family, prehistoric. Ken Ham, what? About this family that had this pet dinosaur. I know, exactly. Ah, it's changed so much the way I view the world and the things I once enjoyed. Sinner, sinner. And um, and and so anyway, um, he comes over and he's like, the Flintstones? He goes, Did I get them all right? Is that was that really a thing? And I was like, The Flintstones. And I go, Yes, let me show you a clip. So I go over to Handy Dandy Teaching Tool YouTube and I show him a clip and I said, Here, here's a theme song. And so you remember the theme song, you get yeah. to the end of it. You'll have a gay old time. You'll have a gay old time. <laughs> and, and I say, you see how words have changed in their definition? Like, do you, do, you, do you understand? I said, and he goes, wait, so you actually watch? Yeah, I watched that mm-hmm. growing up. Like, that's not our parents' generation. Like, that's, at least I think that's my, I, I remember watching the Flintstones. Did uh, you watch I the watched Flintstones? It. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but dabba do. Mm-hmm. All right, anyways. Um, <laughs> Governor Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. um, he ended on a high note yesterday. And I think, man, if we could replicate, if we could have, I'm not talking like multiplicity, but I'm talking about if we could have the caliber of judges, judges, governors. Judges too. (laughs) Why am I so wounded by Katanji? Like, why am I so wounded? Why can't I get this off my mind? I just, I don't. I I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to shake it. Time will cycle it off and I'll be fine. Um, Anyway, uh. Governor Ron DeSantis, given his his final words here and and listen closely, listen closely. You'll you'll hear him say something very important. This is clip seven. And so uh, we will continue to recognize that in the state of Florida, parents have a fundamental role in the education, health care and well-being of their children. We will not move from that. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. I mean, all they had to do was say I can do no other. I mean, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little Martin Lutherish. It, it is a little bit, you know, um, but, but that's our theme for the marriage family life conference. Here mm-hmm. I stand guys. That's what's, that's what's required of us. 
in this hour. Like that's, those are, that's, it's not, okay, let me just say this too. Those are not just the statements we need to make in this hour. That's the posture that we need to take yeah. in this hour. We have to have this flat-footed, here I stand approach to this culture. Our culture is not a tepid culture. It once was. It was sort of like small incremental gains, but now it's just like bum rushing. Like mm. just, you know, you will say what I say. You will use my preferreds. You know what I mean? Like this, this is where we are. And yeah. so we've got to be ready. Um, because we're here right now. We used to always say, um, a time is coming, you know, man, we're going to find ourselves in a place and things like that. Mm -hmm. And a few years ago, I just stopped saying that. And never now and again, I might slip into it. But really, overwhelmingly, I just started saying, we are here. We are here. We yeah. are here. We are here in the time that we sort of like, you know, hoped would not come. Right. Right. Especially people who were like fighting people who were exposing and people who were pushing back and talking about and, and, and trying to provide hedge protection around their families. Like you, you kind of, you hoped that we would not be here, but alas, here we are, we are here. All right. So, um, the statement from the Walt Disney company, they tweeted out yesterday, Florida's HB 1557, also known as the don't say gay bill. <laughs> Come on guys. Anyway, <laughs> This is what they tweeted out, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have been passed and should never have been signed into law. Now, listen, guys, I just just listen. OK. All right. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. And we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. Mm. There they stand. <laughs> I just want you guys just. We talked yesterday about juxtaposition. Just want you to here is Ron DeSantis saying, here we stand. We're going to continue to reaffirm parental rights and education. And I would say and everything else and everything else, parental rights, right? Given to us by God. It is God's expectation that we will train our kids and we will protect our kids, that we will raise them in the fear and admonition of the Lord. This, this is the expectation that we will teach them of who the Lord is. But then you've got other companies, the Walt Disney Company, saying, man, we're committed to striking down parental rights. You mm. have no rights over those children. You have mm. no rights over those children. Because you see what I did there? This is called on message. Right. Mm. Because what this bill did was reaffirm parental rights. What the Disney Company is saying is that there aren't any. Mm. There aren't any parental rights. They continued in their tweet. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, which is what this is all about. Right. OK. As well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. Mm. Across the country. So <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. So in other words, this is um, this is JPEG messed up. So we're going in whole hog on this. Mm. Right. We're giving this everything, including chitterlings. This is everything. <laughs> Chitlins for, for my family in New Orleans. We're giving everything on this because we didn't get a, a, a firm affirmation going into this. You know, now we've been bullied and now we're going to just we're, we're throwing caution to the wind, pulling out all the stops. And there are no stops. We're not we're not slowing down. We're um, we're coming for your children. Mm. We're fully revealing our worldview. 
I think this harkens back to a hashtag Disney walked away. They they walked, they away, walked away and they are reaffirming that. Like where do you where do you see signs of this slowing down? Like just when my question is just when do you think that this is going to not be a thing? No. This is going to be a thing. This is going to increase in being a thing. Which is why you need more parents to stand up and mm-hmm. protect their kids. You need more governors like Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. And you need more mayors like this mayor of this. Um, now, this is from last year. This is the was at the end of um, in September 2021. But I play this for you because it's one of those moments where, again, it's the Whitney Houston flyover <laughs> moment. OK, so you've got back in 2021, uh, Mayor Craig Schubert, who told the uh, school board, the Board of Education, to resign or face charges after it was revealed that they had the kids there um, being forced to write trash, being forced to write trash. Here we go. This is clip eight. Earl, members of the board, my name is Craig Schubert. I'm the mayor of this city. It has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you. Man, <laughs> thanks so much to our dear sister who sent us that yes. um, over the weekend. And, and I said, mm, playable. <laughs> Definitely got to play. Now, listen, you know, there was some blowback after this because, of course, the Board of Education um, was was upset that um, that Mayor Schubert actually said this. And they said he doesn't even have the authority to do this. And and they said, and furthermore, we're not hurting children. Of course, the book that is in question has been removed mm-hmm. by school officials. And they were reading the book um, in the meeting. The oh, parents my goodness. So, so were listen, reading so, the book and it was horrible. So Will the Great says, he says, hey, did you see that email I sent you from our sister? And I'm not saying your name to protect her just in case. So, but you know who you are. We love you and appreciate you. And, and so I said, no, I haven't seen it. He goes, I sent it to you. So, so we open it up and I start playing it and he gets up to close the door. He goes, hold up, hold up. You can close the door. Cause I mean, even in the work that we do, we have to protect our children. Right. right. And so I start playing it. And, and first it's first up, first up is the mayor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is this? Oh my goodness, this is this is phenomenal. And then the parents come after. <laughs> and then the parents start reading what some of the writing assignments were. The book, by the way, 642 Things to Write About was the book. 642 Things to Write About. So it gives all these different topics that these um, kids can write about. And the parents are reading these things to the school board. <laughs> and I just thought, oh my God goodness like what in the world like guys i'm going to tell you as bad as you um think it is for our kids today in a public education context and depending on where some private education context as well but as bad as you think it is guys it is far worse it is far worse than we think like we think that our kids are just sort of like you know being told that they can challenge, that they can kind of push back a little bit. No, they are actually being dragged away from what we have tried to instill in them. They they are being dragged away from truth. They are being wrestled away. Now, listen, guys, I, I mean, a little bit of drama here for effect, but please catch my meaning here. They are being dragged and wrestled away from eternity. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, 
if if we really do believe that eternity hangs in the balance for our kids and that, that it's important for them to understand truth. It's important for them to understand truth. Our brother Abe was teaching on Sunday. He said, truth is a person. <laughs> Jesus, I am the way, the truth and the life. And so for our kids to have truth called into question, what does this set them up for? Eternity hangs in the balance. All right, we're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.